What's good, Faith Walkers? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. How are you enjoying this Hearing God series? We are wired to hear God. We can forge a deeper connection with him just by deciding to do so. And I hope that this is simplifying that, not oversimplifying that, but simplifying that for you, making it accessible, making it clear, making the way plain, and inviting you into that connection. We've talked about different prophetic personalities. We talked about how everyone is wired to hear. And now we are in a series where we're actually breaking down how you can mature, how you can develop these prophetic personalities, if you will, because not one is better than the other. You might have a primary personality, but just like different perspectives will give you a full picture, different development will help you deepen your connection with God and be able to align and track with him in all you think, say, and do. And I can't think of anything that is more valuable right now in the world that we live in. So if this is blessing you, make sure that you pay it forward, that you subscribe to God's Vibes, that you rate it five stars, leave a review. And when we do, we will gift you the God's Vibes Matter 30-day devotional for free. Just go over to julianapage.com slash podcast to retrieve that once you rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. If you get stuck, if you have any questions on that at all, don't stop there. Just email the team. We're happy to send you screenshots, a a video recording of what to do. Just email info at julianapage.com. And I've got many of you asking questions. There are only a couple of spots left to work together one-on-one. If you are interested in working together with me as your coach in this season, I've got a couple of spots left on my calendar. All you've got to do is email info at julianapage.com. These are open until booked, but it would be my honor and privilege to partner with you in this season and just watch what God starts setting off in through and all around you. So email info at julianapage.com and we'll make sure the team sends you more information on what it would look like to get started. All right, y'all, if you are new, you can hang out with us and, and really get into the work over in Courage Co. Encourage Co. is a faith-based community. It is designed as a go-to place for personal development and spiritual growth. We offer small groups every day of the week in different times, so different time zones can plug in. We offer prophetic prayer calls every other Wednesday morning. We have a lot of pop-up trainings. We have different courses that you can dive into and also different programs that are higher level. They're they're a little more intense than than what you might get here. All right. So if you're getting blessed at what happens here, just imagine what happens over there. And you truly, when you invest, you get a return on the investment of what you invest. Okay. So over there, man, what God can do when you leap, (laughs) you got to leap, but he will meet you in that leap and it will blow your mind. So if you want to have ways to be supported by community as you're investing in your personal development, whether it is in the 30 days of faith walking, the masterclass training bundle that we have, the VIP mastermind, the God's Vibes mastermind, which is a Holy Spirit boot camp of sorts for your inner life, or even the life coach certification, there is something 
that you can invest in no matter where you're at. So make sure that you go explore www.courageco.org. Today, we're going to talk about developing your prophetic personality as a seer. We talked about a here. Now we're going to talk about a seer. In Joel 2.28, it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Not some, not just, you know, being picky about it. All flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Have you ever played this game? It's called Slug Bug. Just curious. <laughs> it's, my, it's an American thing. But the rules are simple. When riding in the car, if someone spots a Volkswagen Beetle, they say Slug Bug, then turn to the person closest to them and slug them in the arm. It's exciting, right? <laughs> The things you do when you're stuck in a car for a long period of time. Okay, so that's something that you can play. And this is before devices, you know, so you really had to improvise. But without fail, you're going to start looking for these these Volkswagen Beetles while driving. And you're going to see them everywhere, right? You're just going to start seeing so many bugs because you're looking for them. So here's something that's really interesting about prophetic personalities Most seers didn't know that they were seers, but once they saw it, they realized that they'd been seeing it their whole life. They just didn't know what it was, okay? So this could be true for you as a seer. So hopefully that silly example (laughs) supported you. But here's another way to think about it. Until someone tells you what you're looking for, you won't see it. But afterward, you'll see it everywhere. So I, in high school, when I really wanted you know, my first car. I didn't want to share a car with my older sister. Didn't exactly get that one, but I wanted a new car. And at the time it was a Ford Focus. It looked cool. I was like, focus on the focus, focus on the focus. And I would see them everywhere. Eventually I did get to drive this car. Okay. But it's just interesting. You, you never even knew that car existed. You never even knew that was a thing. And then all of a sudden you see it everywhere, right? Or, you know, you start dating somebody and they have a certain car and then all of a sudden you start seeing that car everywhere and you never saw that car before. Right. But now you're trained to see it. Okay. So it's interesting, but you can think about it this way. Conversations between people who care about each other are about more than the big things in life. Intimate dialogue includes small and insignificant things. In a relationship, what you share isn't the only value. How you share by connecting and continuously communicating is what matters. So God wants a relationship with you and he wants to be more than a once in a lifetime encounter. And if you want God to be an audible voice, followed by thunder and lightning, you're probably going to be disappointed. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't even hear, I don't think I know anybody that's had an encounter like that. So sure, that would get your attention, not to mention make a fantastic story, but how would that help you to actually get to know God? Think about it this way. Are meaningful relationships healthiest at a distance? No. The closer, the better when it comes to strong bonds. Having a relationship with God is the same way. He doesn't want to be known to you, right, from a distance. He wants to be known up close and personal. He wants to speak with you in the best way for you so that you can deepen your connection with him throughout your whole life. What an honor is that? The prophet Joel reminded us that he sometimes does this through visions and dreams, okay? 
It says this in Joel 2.28, okay? God has a personality just as you do. And your personality includes your thoughts, your feelings, and desires. God also has thoughts, feelings, and desires to share with you. You are one of God's desires. He created you because he desired for you to be here, to exist. And if you're a seer, understanding this side of God might be your first awareness that he's been speaking to you your whole life. Start expecting to see him everywhere, okay? When you see yourself through God's eyes, for example, that can change forever how you see yourself. So here are some strengths of a seer. This is really an important section when we go through these to really understand the strengths, okay? Remember that your strengths are an outcome of your relationship with God. I'm going to keep saying this, okay? All of these gifts, all of these prophetic personalities are a result of your relationship with God. They are the outflow of that. They don't create your relationship, but are supernatural benefits of a healthy and intimate bond with God. Okay, but here are some things that make seers exceptional. Seers see more than most people see. That's just fun right there. A seer's greatest strength is seeing what God sees often before anybody else does. God gives seers images that are full, vivid, and often complete. He also provides long-distance vision, which allows seers to see a destination. It's fantastic. (laughs) You clearly understand what God is showing you and where he may be leading. So sometimes God shows you an image of your future. Sometimes the glimpse is for other people. And you supernaturally see past all the obstacles, especially the I can'ts, I won'ts, or I shouldn'ts, right? With a faith that says, but it's possible, I've seen it, right? If I've seen it with my eyes of faith, it's possible. You are full of faith that the impossible can and will happen. It's inevitable. You have a clear vision of what God is seeing and you're ready to build it, create it, or share it. And you have faith for the invisible to become visible, okay? Often as faith walkers, we're actually decreeing and speaking things into existence as we're walking them out. That's why we're walking on water, Right, You know the power of your words. You're speaking with the authority of your voice that you've been given, right? The kingdom of God is voice activated. So you are activating the kingdom with what you were speaking and you are walking into the promise that you don't fully see yet, but you've seen with your eyes of faith at the same time, okay? You're speaking it and stepping into it at the same time. It's a big deal and it could be very exhilarating yet terrifying at the same time, but your body doesn't really know the difference, right? I've seen, God often shows me things and I've seen them years in advance, okay? I don't always know they're years in advance, but I will see the end of a thing because God promises the end of a thing is far greater than the beginning because it's easy to start a thing. It's far different to finish a thing and God is a finisher, okay? So I will see glimpses and I don't exactly know how far off into the distance those are, but depending on how big they are, they could seem like they're years in the making. But sometimes it's a couple of years. Sometimes it's within the same year. Sometimes it's within a couple of months and I want it to be years. I know with some different programs that we've done, I could get the idea and God wants me to execute on it in six months or less. And I'm like, how can we do that? That sounds really fun. Show me, show me how to do this right? And then when you can incorporate other people into your vision, it's really, really powerful. But when you can see what God is doing 
it really does remove all of the questions and you just go for it. And I can tell you that that's very different when you're building with God. I never move that way apart from God. I would overthink. I would get involved in perfectionism, right? I wouldn't take action because I didn't want to fail. There were so many things going on. But when you've got a glimpse of what God showed you, you better get ready because it's happening and you want to make sure that you're ready when it happens, right? So seers have a vision that empowers them to take risks. And you are a risk taker as a seer. You're willing to take significant risks for the sake of the vision, whether this means sharing your vision with others or moving towards its fulfillment. And you understand there's a cost, but you're willing to pay that cost. You embody the encouragement of Joshua. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, intimidated, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So your refusal to hesitate in the face of unanswered questions is one of the most powerful things about you. As a seer, you are willing to step out into uncertainty because you are sure of what you saw. You may only know some of the details, but your vision propels you forward and you understand that if you ever want to see it accomplished, you must move. You bravely push on knowing the vision is worth it and you can't ignore what you've already seen. God entrusts seers with big dreams. <laughs> big, like God size big, okay? God divinely designed your mind to dream with him. Okay? If God designed your mind, he doesn't put small things in there. Your dreams reveal what heaven sees and what God is dreaming. Big dreams that would intimidate anybody else. Through these dreams, seers become the motivators who can adapt, innovate, and make it happen. Being the first to believe God can do what he said he wants to do is a powerful strength. As you can imagine, you're not burning energy. You're not spinning your wheels. You're not overthinking. You're not rationalizing. You're not like, is this possible? Like I joke that when I connect with my lawyer or my accountant or other people that are a little more logical <laughs> and exist in the world of reasoning, they think I'm nuts. They think I'm nuts, but I don't need them to get it because I know who I'm listening to, right? And I know what I saw. But it is really funny when you get around people that aren't seeing what you see. Sometimes the big dream comes to you in little pieces, but that's okay. God does this so that you don't get overwhelmed, right? Because the vision could be so big, it could be cr it could crush you. Like if you knew what you were stepping into fully, you'd be like, nah, 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 pick somebody else, right? Can you imagine what might have happened to Joseph if God had shown him his whole future rather than simple dreams of wheat and stars bowing down to him, right? Like if he actually knew what he had to go through to get to these moments that he saw, I don't know, right? God designed you with imagination and the ability to see what is possible. Why? Here are a few things that I can point out. One, he created you to use your imagination to find creative ways to reach your world. He created you to dream so you could envision another way of living, sparking hope. Dreams can help dig you out of life's darkest pits. Can I get an amen on that one? Man, life can have some really deep and some dark pits, but if you can dream your way out of that, whew, 
Glory to God on that. He created you to dream up stories of redemption, epic moments that inspire others to join you on the journey of life. Come on for Sears. Sears visions spark faith in the impossible. When God shows you an image, you have faith for it to happen. This doesn't mean you don't hesitate. I mean, raise your hand if you have faith and doubt happening at the same time. Come on. Okay, you can kind of like feel them both stirring up in your spirit. Yes, <laughs> that often is the life experience, but don't let your fear stop you. If you genuinely believe you're onto something unique and you're seeing can save lives, cause people joy, or solve a terrible problem, then go big with your plans. Like, get out there with it. Sometimes your dreams scare you because if you were to say them aloud, they would seem crazy. You don't have all the answers or the details, but you saw enough to spark a belief in the supernatural. Seers are undaunted by mistakes and setbacks. You understand it's all part of the growth, right? Like the fear of failure is not a thing, right? Like there's only lessons and pivots and pruning and growing and evolving. You're like, okay, that's just part of it. Let's keep it moving, right? So you don't, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't mean that you're not human, but you don't let failure knock you out and, and be your story. You just shake it off, shake the dust off and keep it moving, right? You have great faith in what God can do with a substantial gift of wisdom and encouragement. As your faith grows, you develop the tenacity to stick with the vision for the long haul. It's so powerful. Your vision is part of your legacy as a seer. You start with a seed of faith and a picture of what you are growing. Seers see purpose in what God wants to do. Think about Noah, who built an ark before he ever saw rain, and Abraham, who led a nation to a land he'd never seen. These things sound crazy. They sound completely nuts. You adopt, however, the attitude of Jesus, who looked at them and said, with people, as far as it depends on them, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Here are some weaknesses, however, of a seer. I mean, they can do epic things just because of what they see. And at your best, you see God's heart and have faith that he will accomplish his will in the world. You have a unique way of seeing what will be. At your worst, you can become impatient with people and processes. <laughs> so seers have a hard time when others don't see what they see. All right. And it's essential to recognize that not everyone has your ability to see, nor will they have visions like yours. They're just not wired the same way. And you might have a hard time being patient with those who resist passion and express skepticism. <laughs> what am I doing? You explain for the hundredth time. Well, I just told you. Do I need to clarify it again? They reply, we can't quite see it. You fire back. Well, you might like you might lack faith. They respond, no, we just can't see it. You might feel like people who are supposed to believe you are poking holes in your boat, okay? <laughs> Their curious questions sound like challenges. Is there really any value in building that there? Or why are you going there, right? You might think they've sucked all the oxygen out of the room. That sounds good, but how are you going to pay for it? <laughs> I shared once um, that I had some folks ask me, is is there any uh, 
logic and, uh, wait, is there any sustainability? There we go. Is there any, is there any logic and sustainability in what you're doing? I was like, no, there's absolutely none. Does that make you feel better? (laughs) And this person, I used to be really afraid of what this person thought in my life, but I just got to a point where I'm like, this is just how they're wired. And I'm being challenged to be wired completely different and to walk by faith. So they're not going to get it. And this isn't moving in logic. This isn't moving in reasoning. This is not moving in what makes sense at all. So no, this is not something that looks sustainable on the outside. This is something that I get looks completely crazy. Does that make you feel better? (laughs) I'm not going to be able to tell you what you want to hear. Okay, so here's the hard truth. Other people don't see it. You did. Okay, so they're not responsible for what they didn't see. You're responsible for what you saw. So I'm sure Moses had difficulty explaining what a bush that's on fire looks like, right? That's kind of (laughs) weird. And you can imagine there are questions after he came down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments, like a bush was on fire and then you have this stone with all these commandments on it. Like, what's up, bro? What happened up there? You good? (laughs) Then he dragged the entire nation of Israel through the desert to a place none of them have ever seen before. Moses. Moses. What happened up on the mountain? But Moses understood the success of his mission and that that required him to get others to buy into it. So does yours, okay? From time to time, you're gonna have to pull your metaphorical car to the curb, park it, and take a moment to remind all the passengers that the destination will be worth it. You're gonna have to help them buy into something that they can't see just because you see it, okay? Maybe they don't lack faith, but you're a little short on patience. Humble yourself and lovingly explain the vision all over again, okay? Use your God-given vision to see past human flaws and affirm the unique gifting and talent that lives within each person. Remind them of why they too have a critical role to play in helping to bring the vision to pass. And remind them of this simple truth. We're not trusting the vision, we're trusting God. Okay, in Proverbs 3, it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God and run from evil. So good. Seers can focus so hard on the future that they grow weary of the present. So some of y'all know, especially those that have been clients of mine, I have a phrase called future tripping, okay? (laughs) This started as a cute term to really define anxiety where you're looking at your future without God in it and you're trying to come up with every single scenario to protect yourself and to have all the backup plans because things never go according to plan. So you want to have it all figured out so that it feels safe, even though it's not safe. You go crazy. You go on a whole future trip, okay? But seers are like this. In the beginning, seers have a ton of enthusiasm. Like they're amped. Like God spoke to me. God showed me this thing. Like you were like ready to run, okay? And dreaming with God does feel like an adventure. But you don't have all the details figured out. Okay, you know that you're going on a road trip with your dad 
in the sky, right? The car's loaded, the devices are charged, the snacks are packed, you thoroughly research your destination and it's gonna be incredible, right? You just can't imagine arriving at your destination. You're flinging the door open, you're hopping out of the car, you're yelling, right? You're grabbing your swimsuit, <laughs> you're ready. Beach life is calling you, okay? But as time passes, you realize nothing like that is going to happen. You can grow tired while waiting, even if you're active and busy for the vision to come to pass. Daydreams can feel like they're morphing into nightmares. The road trip never ends. You keep thinking, surely we're getting close. Surely I have to be almost there. Only to encounter one more turn in the road, one more mountain to climb. You might even think, should I have even taken this trip? Did I even really see what I thought I saw? I thought God said, you know, but maybe he said... So here's where the rubber meets the road. Don't forget to enjoy the journey, okay? God dreams are inspiring. You may imagine a future unlike any you've ever known, but the danger comes when we get too attached. We get too attached to the destination and take our eyes off the path. And we worry about whether we'll ever realize our dream, and that just taints the whole experience. So what can you do along the way? Healthy seers turn their focus toward enjoying the journey, having some fun, going for fulfillment, enjoying the ride. Even better, they focus on the person they're becoming and that they're going to need to be when they arrive. So then they actually have plenty to be doing, okay? And if God has given you a vision in which you're married to the love of your life, working side by side and spending a long and happy life together sitting at home on the weekends, watching wedding shows might help you plan your wedding, but it isn't going to help you to get and stay married. (laughs) So tend to what you can influence and maybe even control. Read a book on healthy relationships to find out what contributions you can make to a strong marriage. Take your successfully married friend out to lunch and ask her for wisdom and advice. Work on becoming the best version of the person God made you to be. That's what it looks like to make investments in your dream even before it comes to pass. Understand what the covenant of marriage as God designed it is actually intended for. Big deal. Maybe you have a vision from God to launch your own business, but every time you start to make plans, your school loans slap you down and you just roll over in defeat, right? The process, even more than the outcome, can benefit you. Every choice you make is a vote toward your future, all right? Seers, because they're great at seeing, can also become disillusioned. It's almost like the world talks about having your light side and this like shadow nature. I don't agree with that necessarily in that language, right? But just like a gift can have strengths to it, it can also have weaknesses, okay? Just like we can live in our new nature, we can still choose to activate our old nature, all right? So seers can become disillusioned. Being in this game for the long haul, seers are at risk of growing weary, Okay, and if you get tired enough, you can find yourself in a deep, dark season because you get what you think about whether you want it or not. And if you're only thinking about dark, depressing things, you're going to end up in a dark, depressing place. You're so tired of holding the dream, you become disillusioned. This is having lost the faith or trust in something once viewed as good 
or valuable. So as a seer, you lose faith in the middle because the vision no longer seems beneficial. And how does this happen? One, you try to carry your vision alone. So living like this can be isolating and painful. And you may be strong and independent, but that doesn't mean you don't need help. The weight of a big dream is impossible to bear solo. And this doesn't make you weak. It makes you human. You would have stopped the whole production for Noah if you saw him trying to build the ark on his own, right? Like that doesn't make sense. It would not make sense. (laughs) You'd want to help the guy, right? And God might have given you the vision, but he never intended you to carry it by yourself. And part of being a healthy seer is learning how to ask for help, build a team, and develop a sustainable long-term plan. Another reason you can become disillusioned is you thought you'd fulfill every one of your dreams in your lifetime. Yes, God will fulfill the dreams that he's put in your heart, but periodically he may give you a dream that will be fulfilled in the next generation. Have you ever thought about that? God is saying, I'm giving your kids a dream to fulfill. So sometimes your dreams will happen in your next generation and sometimes through your legacy. And chances are you have a role to play in getting things started. So just because a journey is hard and long doesn't mean you're going in the wrong direction. The Apostle Paul, who took honestly to, he, I mean, he took honest to goodness long journeys. He really did. <laughs> as he helped build the early church, he understood because of this, the risk of fatigue. And he said this, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good, he wrote, for at the proper time we will reap if we do not give in. Seers can struggle with day-to-day responsibilities. (laughs) Discipline. Seers often need help with the daily hustle of life. You wanna change the world and save every orphan, but you can't get the dishes done. (laughs) You can't do your laundry. Did you even brush your teeth, right? You want to write a book, but have difficulty responding to emails. Finding a will to do the daily work is an apparent disconnect for the seer. And I get it, right? There's been times where I've been like that too. But I can tell you, you know, a big, bad, supernatural dream in vivid detail, but struggle to get out of bed on time. You know, like that, that can be a real reality. Okay. And that can be discouraging, discouraging enough that you can do a lot of research on that. (laughs) Okay. But all that research, right? Couple things that comes to this. You're not broken. You're not broken. This tension is the underbelly of being a seer because the picture God has spoken to you requires so much faith and visualization. It requires a ton of effort and energy. So sometimes your body legit needs to sleep. Sometimes you need to burn the midnight oil because you hit a creative flow. Okay. So you got to be able to go with the ebb and flow. But acting only in the future isn't what God wants you to do. As hard as it may be, we have to tend to the little things that are in alignment with his big dreams. And sometimes this means we can surround ourselves with people who can help us get it all done. But at other times, there's nothing to do but get the small stuff done. It says in Luke 16, 10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, Jesus said. So to manage your project's finances. You're going to need to tend to your personal budget. To encourage the masses, you need to learn how to encourage individuals and encourage yourself in the Lord, okay? To avail yourself of divine appointments, you need to return phone calls that might seem unimportant. 
To reach the future, you must act in the present, okay? God is testing you in the present to see how ready you are for your future, right? Like if you want to be somebody that has a, let's say, an abundant business, You've got to respond to emails. You've got to respond to text messages within 24 to 48 hours. Like you can't let these things go on and expect people to take you seriously. It's not going to happen, right? And if God sends business your way and you can't and you don't have a system for managing that, why would he send it to you? It would only crush you. So you've got to get things in order, right? If you want to have a, a business, right, that handles a lot, you have to know how to manage all the details of that, the legalities of that, the finances of that, right? The the team and the leadership required for that. You've got to start growing and developing that now. You don't just get there and get it. <laughs> you're going to get there and lose it. It was what's going to happen if you're not developing and practicing it now. So how can you mature as a seer? Write down what you see. Similar to a hear, where they write down what they hear, you're going to write down what you see. And this is a big deal. You need to write down your vision. And I'm using the word need because I really mean it. Each prophetic personality benefits from writing God's messages to them, but it is very critical for seers. Why? Because often there's quite a distance between your vision and the finish line, and it's going to take a while to reach your destination. There's been some things that I've seen that have taken over eight years. There's been some things that have taken over 16 years. There's been some things that have happened pretty quickly, and I've needed to know specific details in order to steward it well. So it's so important to have these things written down, let alone encouraging when you get to year eight and you're like, man, (laughs) what even just happened? And you can see what you've been writing and developing with God the entire time. Okay, so writing down the vision will help you hold on to it. Write it down. Write it in big block letters on your bathroom mirror and a dry erase marker. Whatever you got to do. Create a journal dedicated to your dreams and visions. Keep it by your bed or with your Bible so you have it ready when God speaks to you. And in addition to writing words, seers can benefit from creating a vision board, which is poster size or bigger, which is a collection of images, materials, scriptures, and so on, right? That really form an important visual reminder of your dream. So I do a few different things. I have a written planner. I have a virtual planner. I take people through a purpose planning masterclass every year. It's actually in our Courage Code training bundle. There's actually an entire year of trainings in this bundle on demand. So I highly recommend that you invest in that. (laughs) But this purpose planning masterclass is like a next level vision board party. Like we're not just, you know, right. Building out our best life and trying to manifest things like that is not it at all. Like this is biblical. This is how you actually apply your faith. This is how you mature in your authority. This is how you prepare for what you're praying for. It's a big deal. It's how you assign purpose and meaning to everything that you're doing. Like you have a purpose for your finances. You have a purpose for your relationship. You have a purpose for every role you occupy in your life. You have a mission for it. Like you're clear. So you can't say that you're operating in confusion. It is very powerful. But what I do with that is I look up photos that embody what has become clear. And then I make that a vision board with scriptures, with anchor words, with all the images. And I put it as my phone and my computer background. I have a whiteboard where I write down all the big, scary, 
God dreams. So it's written somewhere and I'm looking at it all the time <laughs> in my office. And then, of course, I've got things written all over the place on Word documents and all the things, okay? But the point is, is to keep it in remembrance and keep moving closer and closer towards what you see. So write the vision, but also the practical steps to get there, okay? So it says in Habakkuk 2.2 again, and then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. I love that. That's the message version of it. So seers are often tasked with the responsibility of leading others to the vision. And together you run toward the goal, okay? So are you all running in step with each other? Do you spend a lot of time saying the same things over and over, explaining where you're going and what needs to be done and why? Habakkuk was saying, write down the vision, but make sure it's clear. When you bring others on board, they can come up to speed fast. So you've got to be clear so that you can lead well. So you got to get concise about your core values and your priorities. And as best as you can, answer the key questions about your vision. What, why, who, where, when, and how. And keep up with your journaling and writing as God reveals the answers to you. What if you don't know how to get to where you're going? Ask a buddy. <laughs> Honestly, this, this right here is why, one of the reasons why I started working with a coach when I first learned what coaching was all the way back in 2008, okay? Because I really knew that there was these deep questions on the inside that a coach asked me and nobody else had ever dared to ask me that or nurtured any of that in me. And I had been running from those questions my entire life. And I knew that if I didn't answer them, I would be building somebody else's life. So <laughs> it was on me to create space and invest in myself. And that's so great because I knew that I wouldn't do it. I knew that I could have the best intention, but I wouldn't actually sit down and get clear. And I actually didn't know how to. So I needed somebody to help draw that out of me and then help me be accountable to a new vision because I'd never seen it done before. And so that's really powerful when you can invest in coaching as well. Ask somebody to hold you accountable to the vision. So let's face it, most of us can't stay on track all by ourselves. And we'll say that we got it, but we don't got it. We don't got it. And that's why it's essential to find a coach, to get into a small group, to check in from time to time so that you can make sure that you're heading in the right direction. And I'm somebody that can accelerate pretty quickly. So I wanna make sure that I've got a coach that can hear God, a coach that can pray and intercede, a coach that can hold me accountable, a coach that can confront and love, a coach that won't just enable me to be stuck in bad habits. It's a big deal. So it's really, really important to really assess who you're inviting to coach you in your life, okay? So it's a, it's a really big deal when you have coaching in your life because it really helps you see things so much clearer. And as a seer, that is a big deal. That is your operating system. What you see is everything. So those seers have clarity on what they want to do. Sometimes they struggle to know how to do it, okay? And that can be really annoying, all right? So it's important to have questions. How am I going to measure my progress? What does obeying God actually look like? How will I know that I'm living in support of the vision, what needs to change to make this happen? What do I need to tend to in my heart, mind, habits, and daily life? What do I need to change to get to where I'm going? 
you can see why having a dedicated space in your calendar and working with a coach through this makes a difference. And then you're actually building momentum and getting traction. Whereas if you think you're going to do it by yourself, how's that going for you? (laughs) Invest in yourself. Having at least one organizational visionary on your dream team is key. And ideally this person has strong administrative gifts and keen attention to detail. Their strengths in the hustle complement your weakness. And this person can add value by helping to flesh out the details of a primary vision, okay? And as the main visionary, you know what you're called to do, but you don't have to do it all alone, all right? So enlist support. Start getting comfortable delegating things and sharing your vision with other people so they can help you. As God leads, share your vision with people who are present in it, okay? It's not uncommon for seers to recognize someone in their dreams, and God often gives us images and insights for other people. So write them down and meditate on why a particular person showed up in your dream. Ask God what he wants you to understand about it. And with God's release and the person's permission, courageously share the dream. I'm always surprised by how deeply moving it is to receive a dream from somebody that I know. And quite often their dream is related to something God has been working on with me and something the dreamer would never know if God hadn't spoken it to them. It's really powerful. Be patient, resist disillusionment, and trust God's timeline. I can feel the eye rolls. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You know that feeling in your gut that something big is coming your way. Well, it's there to keep you motivated and moving forward. And even if it seems like things are going slowly, right? Don't give up hope. You can live as a defeated dreamer or a hope-filled visionary. The choice is yours. Good things are on the horizon and you'll get there in God's perfect timing. He says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, shall make it happen. God is the one who gives the dream. He is the originator, the beginning and the end. He is the one who promises to pour out his spirit on all people. So give yourself grace and patience for the journey. Find the balance between holding on to your vision and remaining flexible enough to let it unfold in God's perfect time. Like the psalmist, I'm confident of this, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Okay? So to the seers, we need you. We love that God speaks to you through pictures and dreams. How would our worlds be if seers didn't see what God was doing and partner with him? Keep learning to honor what God says to you through your seeing. Persevere until the vision gives you what is accomplished. Your commitment is worth it. Imagine all the lives affected because you as a seer pulled on your spiritual boots and started to build according to heaven's blueprints. You have brought the supernatural world and earth together. It's powerful. Thank you for sharing with us and revealing the dreams and visions God gives you. Thank you for investing your seeing repeatedly to reveal more of God to each of us. We're so thankful God speaks to you in this way. (laughs) So a bit of a seer cheat sheet. Here's some strengths. Seers see the big picture more than what most people see. Seers have a vision that empowers them to take risks. God entrusts seers with big 
God dreams. Seers see in a way that sparks faith in the impossible. Seers help others catch the vision. And seers take steps to make the vision a reality. These are your risk takers for sure. Some of the weaknesses of seers, they have a hard time when others don't see what they see. They can grow impatient with the present because all they see is in the future. Seers can become disillusioned and seers can struggle meeting day-to-day responsibilities. So discipline is going to be a superpower. Here are some things that seers can do to mature. Write down what you see and create a vision board. You've got to constantly impress your imagination with what you see. Identify practical steps to make the vision happen. And if this is hard, hire a coach. (laughs) Okay. I've worked with many, many coaches. I've worked with many, many therapists as well. Uh, A key distinction that I found really powerful is that a lot of times when emotions and when patterns and when things are coming up, you know, like your old nature is coming up, your self that wants to protect yourself, your fear-based self is coming up, that's a great place for therapy, right? Like an understanding of what is the trigger? Where is it coming from? Where did that start? Diving deep into that and getting an understanding of how you've been wired, right? Because trauma changes us, pain changes us, grief changes us. And so therapy is really great for that. But there's a time where you need to just get into action, okay? And you're not practiced in that anymore because you've just been living in your feeling realm, And you've been working on your mental health, right? And so you've just learned how to not take action because you're giving yourself a whole lot of time and space to heal, okay? There is a time and a space for that, but there's also a time to start running and taking risks again and to really start living again, okay? And so coaching is really powerful to help you have the clarity, the vision, the accountability, the steps, the strategy, heaven's blueprints, okay? And support, and prayer, and intercession, and prophetic words. It's very, very powerful, okay? So make sure that if you can't identify practical steps to make the vision happen, that you partner with somebody that can help you do that. Surround yourself with accountability partners, okay? I like saying that I've got a whole advisory board. Surround yourself with those people. Build a dream team. You're never too early to start doing this. Build a dream team, and be patient and trust God's perfect timing. Okay. I hope this message has blessed all of my seers and those that want to cultivate this gift. I will tell you, I was somebody that didn't think that I was creative. I was somebody that didn't think that I was visionary. I was somebody that thought that I was not, that I could not create or change my reality. Okay. Life had given me that message and I believed it for a really long time, but God, okay. I will tell you, (laughs) When you get to know God and when you start to really see yourself the way he sees you, when you start becoming more aware of his promises and you see what's powerful, when those can be unlocked in your life, when you start seeing God show up in your life, right? When you start seeing how he is faithful to do what he said he would do, that he cannot lie, that he cannot fail, that he is good, he is faithful, who's promised, right? Then... 
you're more willing to take risk and you're more willing to co-create with him and to partner with him and co-labor with him. And it's really, really powerful. Uh, I write a lot about this in the book, Co-Laboring with God. God's Vibes Matter, Co-Laboring with God. So if at any point that might serve you, different books are available over at julianapage.com slash books. Okay. And there's also audiobooks for all of the books that are, that are over there. So if you want to hear some of these stories, and have that extra support on your journey, you can go to julianapage.com slash books to find those. All right, everybody, come join us in Courage Co. The community is free. We're here to help you live your most courageous and impactful story. This is your life after all. So come join us over there, www.courageco.org. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be release your victimhood and reclaim your power, develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results, gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity, and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. 
If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.